0: This 2023 NFC North player props edition of the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Ross are brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. Welcome, everyone, to the podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, August the 16th, currently 607 on the East Coast at the midway point of our division by division season long player props, the fourth of eight divisions. And today we are going to be breaking down the NFC North division. And joining me, I got my partners in crime here with me for the propcast. You guys know him as the voice of the NASCAR gambling podcast, the F1 gambling podcast on the NFL gambling podcast as well. And of course, here on the propcast, it's Rod Villa Gomez. Rod, how you feeling this uh Wednesday afternoon, brother? We're in California. We're
1: paying for all the rain that we got earlier this year. It is hot, literally as hell, right now, over a hundred degrees. Uh, yeah, I'm good though. I- I'm happy. I mean, we deserve to have some sun after all that rain. But can can we just dole it out a little bit? It's it's way too hot right now.
0: So his shirt is orange. That's just not you in flames right now, right? It's it, yeah. It's literally. Okay, just, I'm <laughs> just making sure. <laughs> and also joining us here, I got my guy here, Chris, with me. Chris, what's going on, brother? How you doing this uh, Wednesday afternoon?
2: What's up? You know, it's uh, it's good to be here as always, man. Uh, excited to kind of chop it up with you guys about uh the NFC North. Um today, uh hopefully we can give out some winners um and uh kind of discuss what we like and what we don't like. Ready to get into it, man. Yeah, man,
0: another intriguing division here in the NFC North. Obviously, uh the future Hall of Famer, uh Andrew uh, Andrew Aaron Rodgers is uh no longer in this division. He heads to the New York Jets to be the starting quarterback there and the Jordan Love era starts for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Detroit Lions look like they are trending in the right direction under head coach, Dane Campbell and Jared Goff at the helm. A lot of great talent and speed on that roster. Justin Fields. Uh, I believe this is his third year in the national football league had a pretty solid year last year uh, for the Chicago bears. And then the Minnesota Vikings are defending NFC North champions with uh, their second year head coach and Kevin O'Connell. Um, looking to repeat as champions a lot of great talent in this division for sure um and a lot of uh, hopefully great uh, player props and uh, profitable props I should say we uh, hopefully can find for you guys uh in this episode so gentlemen let's just dive right into it let's get into our player props here chris why don't you lead us off with your first player prop for this nfc north division
2: man so this quarterback uh this quarterback the quarterbacks in this division is i mean we got a lot of uh you know curiosity i guess is the probably the best way we could put it we got a lot of uh, new faces we got some uh you know some high projections um but so I, i honestly felt like i could take any of these quarterbacks i feel like i got a pretty good read on you know all of them but I'll I'll go with uh, maybe maybe the low hanging fruit Justin Fields. Uh, a lot of people are really high on Justin Fields, I, and I can kind of understand you know a little bit a little bit of the reason why. But I, I I I'm one to think that the numbers may be just a tad bit too high. So I'm looking at his underpassing yards uh, 28.99 and a half is the number. So under tw- pretty much under 2,900 uh, passing yards. That number was available at GM minus 115. So you're not laying too much juice. Uh, last season. This dude uh, threw for just 200, 2,219 yards. So, asking him to throw for 650 more this season could be a, a bit of a tall task. Uh, he did only miss two games. But if you go look at the averages, this this dude was averaging less than 175 yards per game. So, I don't think those two games would have – he would have eclipsed this number. Um, you also just kind of look at their offensive line. is ranked 21st. Um, and they made changes to four of the five offensive linemen positions uh, on the field as well. This this is another guy who's going to use his feet. So if you like to play Justin Fields, you might want to take that over on his rushing yards. That number seemed a tad bit too low, but you know the 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 running, the the volume of running that I think is going to be done by Mister Fields again this season um, could lead to some injury as well. And I know you always talk about him. You know we don't want to project or predict injuries. We don't want that thing, you know, anything like that to happen. But yeah. you know, when you're a running quarterback, that could also kind of lead to some injuries, some nagging injuries. Uh, and and you know with a number this high for for Justin Fields specifically, you know it could be you know only one or two games he could go under this number as well. You also just kind of go back and looked at what they did last year, and I know you know the, some people are projecting leaps and bounds for for the Bears this season, but he was the most sacked quarterback last year, and when you're changing out those offensive linemen, that that doesn't bode well for the chemistry and camaraderie of the you know of the team. So. You, you just look at the number like I said, 145 and a half passing yards he averaged last season. He's gonna go. He's gonna have to go well over that number this season. And I, I think we're getting. I think we're getting some steam on. Well, oh, I think we're getting a discount um, on this under. So give me Justin Fields under 2,900 2,899 and a half, or pretty much 2,900 yards. Yeah. Like I said, minus 115 on Betmgm. You know, what do you guys think about that one?
0: So I also took Justin Fields and what exactly what you mentioned in your handicap is looking at the over on his rushing yards, uh, which kind of correlates about you taking the under on his passing yards. So I actually took to to take his over uh, 800 and a half uh, is the number for Justin Fields. And again, look, everything that you mentioned that there's a, a offensive line turnover for this team. Um, and when you have a, a, a quarterback like Justin Fields, um, if your first read is not there, your second read is not there your instincts is going to be to take off. Right. And we saw that a lot of times last season. And again, when he did take off, there were moments where he gained, you know, sometimes anywhere from 15, 20 to 25 yards at a time. I mean, there were even more um, rushing attempts there. he had maybe a 40 plus yards. I mean, I'm not saying that's going to happen every single game, uh, but this was something that we caught on to the prop last season, uh, cashing on Justin Fields, rushing yards. And again, 800 and a half right now for a for a player that had well or not well above but above 1100 rushing yards last season. When you're a rushing quarterback, it's kind of in your nature to, you know, your your instincts are still to take off and I think that he's still going to be able to do that for this team. I agree about your under as well. I think that um I know they got DJ Moore in the trade. I think that's only going to help their uh their passing game, but I feel like this team is going to be more predicated on running the football whether that is with Khalil Herbert or whether that is going to be behind the legs of Justin Fields. So um, asking for them, asking for him to take a leap of that many yards in his passing game, I don't see it yet. But again, I can still get behind Justin Fields' uh, uh, ability to rush uh, and accumulate yards on the ground. So uh, I'm on the over 800 and a half uh, rushing yards here. Rod, give us your thoughts on Justin Fields.
1: Yeah, and and again, when you correlate that to, you talk about DJ Moore, his over-under for his receiving yards is 800-and-a-half. I was almost tempted to take the under on that one, but I just felt like it was a little too trappy because DJ Moore could very well get 801 and kill the whole vibe, so I stayed away from that. But I, I agree with both of you guys on the fact that I, the Justin Fields uh, passing total is just, it seems a little bit too ambitious for a team that doesn't necessarily want to probably throw the ball Uh, as much as, as they will be running it, especially now um, that their running game is solidified. So I, I agree with you guys on both counts. Um, And plus we talked about too Justin Fields rushing last season, feels like easy cash almost every single year. So um, all right, I'm going to go with a different quarterback in this division. I'm going to take Jared Goff. You know, me, I, I guess I'm just optimistic about life. I just look at the glass half full. I'm always on the overs. Jared Goff, 4,000 and a half passing yards is his passing yards total. In a season last year where they were absolutely garbage, he still got them 40, what was it, 44 and 38, right? Yeah. And I don't feel like that was a team that should have had Jared Goff throwing for 4,000 yards, right? So yeah. to me, this 4,000 number is a little low. Uh, the I'm going to take the over at minus minus one hundred five. Because even in a bad season, he was still able to get 4,400 yards, right? I still think he can get 4,100. I still think he could accidentally find his way into uh, a 4,000-yard season. They're playing a pretty tough schedule this season as well, uh, are the Lions. And they may end up playing from behind on a lot of these games, especially to start the season out. Um, you know, they may actually very well be play, They're playing the Chiefs right out of the gate, right? They've got the Chiefs on Thursday night. You don't think they're going to have to pass to keep up with the chiefs yep. right out. And then they play Seattle. I know that we're not predicting Seattle to be as strong a team as they were last year, but they're still good. And they're still probably going to have to throw to keep up with Seattle. They play the Packers. I'm not sure that that's going to be as hard as it used to be uh, to, to play them. But again, I mean, they've got some pretty tough schedule. They got a pretty tough schedule uh, on their docket. And I think for them, they're going to have to be able to, to really just make it to where they throw the ball. I mean, I know the running is supposed to be in that identity and and all that, but they're going to need to throw the ball. Uh, and Jared Goff has had some pretty good games over the last, uh, last season. He had 425 against the Commanders. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, he, he had 234 against the Commanders, 435 total yards. But a couple of 300-yard games there late right against the Jaguars, against the Vikings. He does pretty well against the Vikings, and he sees them twice this year. Uh, so, again, I just think the path for Jared Goff to get 4,000 yards is – is not that uh, too tall of a hill for him to climb. So I'm going to go Jared Goff over 4,000 and a half passing yards on the season.
0: Yeah, I think it's a lot of what you mentioned that they are going to be playing from behind in 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 some of these games, right? And I know they have a uh, win to, I believe it's at nine and a half, if I'm not mistaken, for the Detroit Lions. But uh, like you mentioned, week one, it's going to be against the Chiefs. That game can always turn into a shootout uh, because we've seen historically, at least over the last two seasons, Lions at least in week one uh, and in week two, they they play in uh in 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 shootouts. And again, um, they have a lot of talent. Number one at the wide receiving group, we talk about Amaron St. Brown. I know Jameson Williams. I believe is going to be missing some time, but they also got Jameer Gibbs. Um, that I think it's going to be a great pass catching running back for their team as well. So, um, I think that Jared Goff is now in a good situation here with Detroit, where there's not a lot of pressure on him. Um, being in I got a, I guess a smaller market, we can say when he was in LA and the Rams, you know, you talk about the lights of LA and things like that. But um he had a great season last year, like you mentioned it, Rod 4,400 yards uh plus last season for him. Uh 29 touchdowns at 65.1% on his completion percentage. And I think the offense is putting him in the right spots here as well. And again, this defense is projected to be not not good again. Um uh, when you still have Aaron Glenn calling the plays, who were who this defense was one of the worst last season, which again Playing from behind is going to be the key, and again, he's going to rack up the yards that way, and again, a lot of speed on this offense, so I do expect him to throw the ball a lot here, Chris. Thoughts on Jared Graff at uh, 4,000 and a half passing yards?
2: Yeah, you, I mean, you hit on every single point. You know, you talked about the defense, you talked about the the wide receivers. I will add that they, they're they getting Marvin Jones Jr. back, who, yeah. uh, you know, he's not he's not the, he probably won't be the old Marvin Jones Jr. before he left, but, you know, he he's still going to be a weapon, I think, for this team as well, so um, I won't. I won't add too much more. I'll, I'll say that I think that that's a good bet as well. And I think the way Rod laid it out is is perfect, right? Team playing from behind, uh, a lot of weapons. You, you're in these big games against these other big quarterbacks who are going to be putting up numbers, and you're going to have to, you know, you got to put up. And and a lot of the times we see it in the NFL all the time where you know team fall behind, and, and the, the the play calling automatically changes. It's not you know sixty forty you know pass run. It's it's you know it starts to go 65-35 or 70-30, So. Um, definitely have to keep up in this spot, and I think um, I think that's a pretty good number. I would I would play the over there as well.
0: All right, before we get over to our next round of player props for this division, let me tell everyone about the Game Time app. Uh, look, we're approaching the NFL season. We're in the midst of MLB season as well. If you're trying to get out to some of those games for the baseball season ends, or even try to get into the uh, some playoff games for the um, MLB season, over in college football, NFL, like I mentioned, a few weeks away, and you want to get some tickets and you don't have to, and you don't want to plan ahead of time, GameTime Game Time app is here for that. Uh, they have some great flash deals and last minute ticket opportunities for you to get to the games. Their uh, tickets are easy to find. And if you're not a sports fan, I know everybody's listening. To, obviously, we're a sports gaming podcast network and we talk about sports. But if you're into the comedy shows, right? If you're into theater, they also have tickets for that as well, whatever you have going on in your area. They're easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event. Uh, And the best part about I love about their app, number one is that when you go to select your ticket, you can see the actual image of where you're going to be sitting and at that specific venue or stadium, right? And I don't think a lot of other apps do that for you. So you know exactly what you're going to be looking at when you get to the venue, when you buy these tickets, they also have the lowest price guarantee event cancellation protection. And again, you don't have to plan uh, your event three four months out ahead of time because they have, like I mentioned, great deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. And if you're a last minute planner and see you know your uh, team is out there, you're free on a on a, on a random weekday, you want to get out to the ballpark or or your your stadium or your football field, they have you covered. They have great deals for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, theater, and all that great stuff. Um, they also guarantee the best price. So if you find tickets. In the same section and the same row for less amount of money, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. You get the tickets right onto your phone. You don't have to haggle through the your email looking for the tickets or even you know mail in hard paper tickets. No, it goes right to the app. You don't have to worry about it. You can buy the tickets in a matter of seconds. Tap the screen twice, so you're all set to go. Tickets are, like I mentioned, sent directly to your phone. So make sure to download the game time app, create an account. And if you do so, make sure to use that promo code SGPN for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download the GameTime app. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices are guaranteed. All right, boys, let's get into our next round of player props here. Chris, lead us off, my man.
2: So I know we talked a little bit about like not not knowing how to gauge some of these quarterbacks. And, you know, maybe some of them are a little overrated, a little underrated. The only only time will tell us. Right. But I I want to target one of the wide receivers. Mr. Christian Watson is a guy that I want to look at. And I was looking at his looking at his yards, looking at his touchdowns, go back to his yards, go back to his touchdowns. And I end up playing the touchdowns uh, over four and a half. I think it's a I think it's a by low number. Right. We always talk about wanting to get you know some value? I think Christian Christian Watson could go over this number. Uh, you are laying a little bit of juice. It's minus one twenty-five over on DraftKings. There's a lot of five and a halfs where you can get closer to you know even money. Maybe only laying a dime. Um, but this dude started his rookie season a little rocky. I know people probably remember a couple big drops that he had at the beginning of the season. Um, he really turned it around late though. I think you know a lot of it is confidence. A lot of it is uh, just being comfortable within that offense where Aaron Rodgers last year, his last year. But this year he has Mr. Love, Mr. Jordan Love, right? So, yeah. and I also want to just just going back to to the second part of his his second is the second part of his rookie year. Um, last eight games of his rookie year, five hundred twenty three yards and had seven touchdowns. So over a seventeen game span, he was on pace for well over eleven hundred yards and fifteen touchdowns. And of course, that's where Aaron Rodgers, of course, but we're just asking him for five this season. I think Jordan Love is. Is an independent variable of that, of course, but yeah. five for number one option. We know uh, that that um, Mr. Uh, Lazard left, left left as well to go to the Jets because Aaron Rodgers wanted him to be there. Um, you look at the Packers; they are they have the eighth best projected offensive line. Um, and they, they are reasonably placed as far as, uh, strength of schedule only like they're like right in the middle, 14 easiest schedule, or you can say 16th most difficult schedule. So I like that 16, 66 targets last season. Um, I think that number will increase. Um, and, uh, he played 14 games last season as well. So I, I think he has big playability. If he can stay healthy, uh, bring some of that confidence, confidence that he had, in the in the in his rookie year, over to the second season, I think he'll be a big weapon for Mr. Love. Also, um, Packers GM Bryant, whatever his last name is, can't pronounce the last name, but he, he had a quote that I thought was pretty interesting, and I think it kind of it, it wasn't necessarily related to Christian Watson, but mm-hmm. I think I think we would all kind of agree to this. He, he qu- quote he says, uh, "I think one thing you see in the league it's very rare. Um, guys get a shot." get shot of a cannon, get shot out of a cannon winning wise. Um there there is some great play. There's instances you see flashes, but I think most of these quarterbacks, he was talking about Jordan Love, a lot, uh, a little bit of the time it takes them to to learn how to win. And I think the same thing can be said with wide receivers as well. So for me, I think Christian Wood is being priced just a tad bit too low. The books probably don't know exactly where to put this number at. And I played the over four and a half uh, minus 125, so I drank a little bit of the juice over on DraftKings, uh, but four, five touchdowns for Christian Christian Watson seems uh, seems feasible. What do you guys think about that?
0: Chris is ready for NBA season, talking about Christian Wood.
2: Christian Wood. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Christian Wood looking like he might not have a job
0: right now, you know I mean? Yeah, 100%. Uh, I agree, right? I think it was that it was that first pass of the regular season against the Minnesota Vikings where uh, Christian Watson dropped that pass, right? And again, uh, but I think you nailed it, Chris. The second half of the season is where he really flourished, and maybe it takes time for some of these young receivers, especially rookie wide, uh, wide receivers, for them to kind of gel and get up to speed. Uh, with the uh, professional level game coming from the college ranks, and again, we talk about last year. We talked about the set of volumes at Devontae Adams' first season, um, not being in a Packers uniform. Aaron Rodgers was going to probably trust the guys that he most relied. That's why he brought Randall Cobb back, like you mentioned. Lazard no longer there anymore. So Christian Watson, more than likely, is going to be that number one guy for this uh, uh, Packers offense. And again, I'm expecting a good season out of Jordan Love. I mean, um, he, he's. He's been behind Aaron Rodgers for a while now. He's had time to learn the playbook. Um, So I think he's going to do well. And I think, like you mentioned, building off of what Christian Watson did in the second half of the season, building that and being the number one guy for this uh, Packers offense, I think that's going to be only bode well for him. And again, a great buy-low spot and over four and a half touchdown for this Packers team here, Rod.
1: Yeah, and really, who else is there? I mean, Romeo Dubs, uh, Jaden Reed. Like, it's going to be Christian Watson. It has to be Christian Watson because there's no one else. There's no tight end either. Really, that that is there to bail out Jordan Love. And and to you guys' point, too, especially with Jordan Love, this is what we talked about, uh, I think, off, me, you, and Minty, about the, the bring-along of quarterbacks where this is the perfect situation for Jordan. He was behind Aaron Rodgers for that long of a time. It wasn't because he wasn't talented enough to be a number one. It's just he had a Hall of Famer in front of him. It's yeah. hard to break through when you've got a guy that's going to the Hall of Fame in front of you. So now that he's gone, now this is his time to shine. So whether he uses it or not, that's up to him, but also uh, he's going to have to have a receiver to lean on. And right now, the most veteran out of those is Christian Watson.
0: Uh, Rod, right, take a surge player power number two, my man. What do you got?
1: Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to go to another receiver that's on a new team, and I'm going to go to DJ Moore. Uh, I, again, I was talking about his receiving yards being a little bit too trappy for me. I think his receptions is a number where I kind of want to put a, 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 my, my bang on. And that's 62 and a half is what the number is set at right now. Minus 110. Uh, you know me. I'm taking the over on the 62 and a half. I'm taking the 62 and a half a little bit cautiously, only because he did it 63 last season. But think about where he was at. He had Baker Mayfield, he had yep. Sam Darnold, he had the ghost of whatever quarterback they decided to roll out in Carolina. There's just no way that a guy can flourish the way he's supposed to, like that. So 63 between a skeleton crew of what they threw out in Carolina versus a a solid. Now he is that guy in Chicago. We don't think he's going to get a ton of yards out of it, but I feel like at least 63 receptions could be where they're at. If you think about last year, Cole Komet was the leading receiver on this team. As far as receptions were concerned with 50. Now again, Cole Komet's still there, But 50 receptions for Cole Komet, 40 for Darnell Mooney, 34 for David Montgomery, who, right, is no longer there. So you could take those away. Um, And and really, again, I think they're going to throw the ball. They may not throw it for a ton of yardage, but they're going to throw the ball, right? And so I I think DJ Moore is going to be a a bigger part of that offense. Their coaches believe DJ Moore is going to be a bigger part of that offense. So if you want to get that passing game ignited, you have to get D.J. Morganetti, which means you have to get him the ball, which means he's got to catch the ball. So to project him to get 12 more catches than the tight end last year, now that he's got a, a good, solid number one ride receiver at his disposal, yep. I think that's not too much to ask. So 63 receptions for Darnell Mooney. Uh, I'll take that
0: for D.J. Morgan.
1: Yes. DJ Moore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He yeah, won't get 62. He'll be get six or three, but not six. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, look, the, the this trade went down between the bears and the Panthers that DJ Moore automatically when he was part of that trade became the number one wide receiver for that bears offense. There's no question about that. Right. Um, and I, I don't remember the last time the bears had a number one wide receiver. Um, I can't even think of it off the top of my head right now. But, Robinson. Me, yeah. Uh, and again, DJ Moore has really proven himself with the Panthers, again, with all the quarterback carousel that they've been through as well. And now you're bringing him in um, to give a more of a, I guess, down the field threat as well, but also, you know, a, a legitimate um, option for Justin Fields in the offense. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely along with DJ. I've been a fan of DJ Moore uh, ever since. I don't know if you guys remember the fantasy football or the fantasy uh the clip between Steve Smith asking Cam Newton, if he should have DJ Moore uh, on his roster. And I thought that was pretty hilarious, but yeah, uh, definitely a fan of DJ Moore. I think he's going to have a big season for the Chicago bears offense, at least uh, uh, making catches here. Chris, any thoughts on DJ Moore?
2: Uh, not, not anything that you guys haven't said. I, the only thing I'll add is this is another offense that probably is going to be down. So they're yeah. going to be like, we don't know how many, how I think, you know, Justin Fields can have a very, very spectacular year as far as them scoring touchdowns and, him moving the ball to get yards consistently. I'm not sure about that, but I do think like Rod said, he this this is your number one guy. He's probably your number one and a half guy, too. Uh, you know, probably your number two guy as well. So uh yeah, bunch of catches, you know. Um Justin Fields is not a quarterback that takes too many shots, you know, deep down the field. It'll be a lot of receptions, like Rod said. Slants, in routes, comeback, screens. I think those plays will will all benefit um the the reception total for for Mr. Moore.
0: Yeah, again, a point that you made that the the Bears should be playing from behind in a lot of their games. Uh, All right, for my second player prop, I just uh, mentioned the guy that Rod mentioned, Devin Montgomery, now over with the Lions uh, in that uh, uh, running back group room. I'm going to take the under on his um, rushing yards here at 750 and a half. I kind of went through the history of the Detroit Lions and their running backs last season, was the first time since the 2014 season that the lions had a thousand um a a thousand yard rusher in jamal williams prior to that they didn't have anybody that got over this number of 750 and a half since the 2014 season go back to the 2013 season they did have a thousand yard rusher i believe it was either 2012 or 2013 i'm going to give you each guy's one guess on who that player was chris I'll let you go first. Back in the 2012, 2013 season, a running back for the Detroit Lions. I got over a thousand yards. I don't think either of you will get this. You're probably gonna be like, wow, when I mentioned this name, but I'll give you guys one guess
2: each. I don't I can't even I don't even know what to do with the guess. Like, can I phone a friend? Like, Rob, you go ahead. <laughs> Ryan, You're not
1: phoning me as the friend, right? Because I I can't I to. I mean, why I don't know, man. I you have to tell me. I don't remember now. You Reggie
0: Bush. Cards. Was it Reggie Bush? Reggie Bush. Oh, my God. Back in, I think it was the 2013 season. But I, I, again, for, it all goes back to what Rod mentioned about Jared Goff, right? That we're going to see this team probably going to be involved in a lot of shootouts. They love passing the ball now. I think they have a great offensive system with all the weapons that they do have, right? And again, they drafted Jameer Gibbs in that first round for a reason. Um, that, that they I guess they saw something that they like out of the backfield for him. I know that uh, David Montgomery has done this, and I think in three out of his four seasons in at the professional level in the NFL. Um, but I just think that based just on the history of this Detroit Lions team, that number one, they're going to have a group of running backs, a 1-2 tandem with Montgomery and Gibbs that they're already splitting uh, uh, carries with and also playing from behind. I just don't think that, that David Montgomery is going to get those opportunities. Last year, 801 yards for David Montgomery, five uh, touchdowns, four yards per carry. And again, he has gotten over this number in every single season, but I'm just banking on the factor that they're going to be playing from behind. He also has Jameer Gibbs. And again, going back to the 2020 season, he played in 15 out of the 17 games, 2021, 13 out of the 17 games. Last year, he did play in 16 out of 17 games. Again, that injury factor is always there with him. But just again, like I mentioned, splitting the carries with Gibbs and also possibly playing from behind. I just don't think that um, he's gonna be able to get over this number of 750 and a half here. Uh, Chris, any thoughts on David Montgomery?
2: I, I would say I would say I can only agree. Um, the one thing you mentioned when you first started you know, was, was running back back committee. And Rod already mentioned how I think we all agree that you know this is a team that um, is gonna be relying on Jerry Goff more than they're gonna be relying on on this, you know, this this running back back committee. Not not to say that they won't be. Yeah. But whenever you have a running back-back committee, you, you're also already splitting up the duties. So I like that you can get the number. You know, like if this number was like 550, I'd be like, yeah, hey, I'm not not 100% yeah. sure. But, but you, what did you say you get it at? Seven,
0: 750 and a half.
2: 750 and a half is, you know, that's that's almost, I mean, what is, like QB1. And then we know what's been going on with the, the running back position over the offseason as well. Um, It just seems like they are not valued as much, right? We, we're seeing a lot more passing in today's NFL which I think is very similar to what we've seen in the NBA with the three-point shot, right? Just let's yeah. see how many points we can score. Let's make the game as entertaining as possible. Um, I, w- I would only be able to agree with that right now.
0: Yeah, Jameer Gibbs has a uh, total right now set at uh, 590 and a 590.5 uh, for the upcoming season. Uh, Rod, any thoughts on David Montgomery?
1: Yeah, and it's frustrating because there now you're you're seeing the trend of of multiple running backs exactly like you said. And and the Lions are are very much one of those teams now that will just roll out uh, a running back for the situation. So you can it's very hard to count on a running back one unless you are a Christian McCaffrey and you know that you're and even still Elijah Mitchell is in the weeds in that offense yeah. too. So you these true RB run ones anymore, unless you're Derek Henry. Then then you're really in control. But other than that, yeah, it's it's hard.
0: All right, before we get over to our last round of player props, let me tell everyone about the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest with a thousand dollars first place prize. Besides season-long contests, they also have weekly contests just for patrons, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast, completely ad-free and full of behind-the-scenes stories from SGP. And there's even a Discord channel just for patrons. Only you can perform prevent corporate gambling do your part sign up today go to sports slash patreon again that's sports slash patreon all right gentlemen last round of player props here rod lead us off my man what do you got for your last player prop
1: i'm going defense i am going to take uh harrison smith the uh the defender out of minnesota vikings I like his interception number so doggone low right now. They've got him at three and a half interceptions total at plus 130. Harrison Smith, we all know, is an absolute beast. He has been one of the better defenders out there in his career. Um, as far as interceptions go, he's he's been very good in his, uh, in his career. Last season, he had five uh, for Minnesota. The year before that, he only had one, but the year before that, five, three, three, five, Uh, since 2012, he's been an interception machine or 2017 rather, sorry, my glasses need a new prescription. Uh, but he's been a damn good defender, right? And has had at least three in all, but one of the seasons since 2017. He he's just one of those guys that continually finds the ball. He's, he's in the right spot at the right time. Every single time he's got now in his division, Jordan love, right. Who he sees twice. Who knows what that could yield because Jordan Love doesn't have a whole lot of uh, um, against him. Justin Fields, right, who throws some interceptions as well. I mean, this is a very – Jared Goff. We know Jared Goff is is prone to throw an interception or two or four. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's got a very favorable quarterback stable there in his division. So I think he's going to be able to take advantage of that. And, and Jordan Love alone, I think he can find a way to pick him off a couple of times uh, over the course of the season. So all he has to do then is pick off two more quarterbacks in the entire season and cash this bet. You could be looking at week eight, week nine, having this bet cash for you. So um, I'm, very, I'm very high on Harrison Smith this season as far as being able to get to four interceptions on the season.
0: He's a ball hawk. I mean, that, that's a, that's the thing about Harrison Smith. I, the only concern I would have about it, it held is sometimes concern with Harrison Smith. Um, but again, at a at a number of four, like you mentioned, if he plays in fourteen of the seventeen games, or even thirteen of the seventeen games, I think that and again, in a in a in a in a division, especially like you mentioned, the quarterbacks that are young, Jared Goff tends to throw turnovers as well or interceptions as well. Historically in his career, I know last season he had a pretty good he did a pretty good job protecting the football, but. Again, you saw the options outside the division as well for Harrison Smith here, Chris. Any thoughts on that?
2: I think you guys nailed it. Um, the one thing I'll add is just situationally, right? Uh, the Vikings were one of those teams last year, very weird team that would come out, jump out on you early, 14-3, 14-0. So a lot of teams were playing from behind. And then when playing from behind you have to throw the ball more so situationally that that leads to a lot more opportunities for mr smith to, to be able to go out there and you know ball hawk like you said um you know if it, and go out there and grab those receptions um so yeah that's that's all i add i think uh, i think it's a pretty good number you're definitely getting a buy low spot shout out to rob for digging through the weeds to find something like that <laughs>
0: uh all right chris take us over to your last player problem man what do you got
2: all right, cool. So this time I'm going to and, and this we, we may have some agreement. I don't know if you guys are going to agree with this one, but I, I'm going to uh, we can call him old faithful. We can call him Mr. Reliable. We actually call him young faithful because the guy's still only 24 years old. Justin Jefferson. I'm taking this over. This, this guy. You, I got the same one. That's my last I, one. So take I, it away, Chris. I, I know we talk. I know we talk about, you know, some of these numbers being a tad bit too high and, you know, you know, we want to we want to buy low. We don't necessarily want to buy too high. But I saw that 1350 and a half, you know, and I said, man, that's and it was pretty much even money. I'm only laying a dime. It's minus 110 over on DraftKings. Yeah. Uh, so just recently, when you think about, you know, what's happened since last year and, and let's talk about last year, last year, uh, Minnesota finished fourth in receiving yards. This guy is super durable. He's only missed uh, one game in his three years of his career. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins may be the greatest regular season quarterback that we've ever seen with our own two eyes, right? Like, he's going to chuck that ball down the field. We just talked about it with, with Raj's play on the reception, uh, on the interceptions for Mr. Smith. Um, you, I, I love that he led the league in receptions last year, 184. Uh, I talked about how young he is, still only 24. I, I don't think that losing Thielen is the greatest thing to, that could happen for, for him to go over this prop. I thought um, – I think Thielen had 70 receptions himself last year. Um, yeah. So I, I don't necessarily like that, but they did pick up, you know, wide receiver. They got Jordan Addison in the draft. And so I think, you know, it kind of not really balances it out, but but Thielen was on a downswing in his career, I, I, I think so at least. This offensive line pr- projecting also kind of helps with this as well because they're bringing back each one of their starters. And also this team just lost Alvin Cook as well, so I think they rely even more – on uh, you know uh, Justin Jefferson in this in this spot, so I won't. Th- that's what I kind of had in my notes. I Man, if I could talk for another five minutes, but I just think this guy is <laughs> extremely durable. I think this number is a tad bit too low, even though it is thirteen hundred and fifty yards. There's a lot of yards, but you know he he's over this in every year in his career so far. And I mean, what if he has two hundred receptions this year? <laughs> like that's gonna be crazy, right? Minnesota's a a, a top a, a pass heavy uh, you know offense. So I like Justin Jefferson to go over to 1350 and a half uh, minus 110 over on DraftKings.
0: You know? Yeah, I mean, I don't have much more to add. I mean, you nailed it, right? He's only missed one game in his entire career for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, he's gone over this projection every single one of his seasons thus far This uh, in his career. Um, and again, he has that ability to get to 2,000 receiving yards. Um, he's just that type of player. When we talk about fantasy uh, football drafts, a lot of times are this season almost seems like he's almost in that top one, two, three picks, just because of how good he is. And again, he racks up the yardage, the touchdowns for are him, are there for him as well. He's a great down the field threat. Uh, he just makes incredible catches. He has great hands. Um, I mean, I didn't have much more to add. Again, like I agree with you, Chris. It was just that the number was just too low, especially for a guy that's gotten eighteen hundred plus yards over the last two seasons, I believe. So. Yeah, I'm with you. Justin Jefferson was my last one as well, over uh, 1350 and a half uh, for his receiving yards for the upcoming season here. Rod, any thoughts on JJ?
1: He's a beast. I mean, again, if the guy's done it every single year of his career and the quarterback's still the same and the situation is, I mean, you could argue it's even a little better this year for him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm with you guys. I think the sky's the limit. I think we're going to see uh, yeah, if you didn't draft him in fantasy, you're going you're gonna to be hurting or you're going to try to put a, put together a very lucrative trade early on before he blows up to to grab him if you want him.
0: All right. That was our last round of player props for the NFC North Division. One order of business left before we get out of here. Rod, uh, Chris, best bets time uh, for this division. Rob, why don't you lead us off, my man? <sighs> I'm gonna go with my Harrison Smith over three and a half interceptions.
1: I feel like that's a low enough number that, like I said, you could be you could be eating steak by week seven on this one if he decides he wants to get jumping. He's got the, he's even got the Chiefs too. Patrick Mahomes threw twelve interceptions last year because Patrick Mahomes tries to do magical stuff and sometimes it doesn't work. So uh, plus one thirty on that one. So yeah, I like the plus money uh, bet for for the
0: uh, for the cash. All right, Chris, best bet for the NFC North
2: so best best price uh, I think is Mr. Je- Mister Jefferson at the minus 110 but honestly I think I think it's Christian Watson I, I really like him yeah. I know you land a little bit of juice and if you want to take the five and a half I can't back you know can't talk you off of that either Um, But I like the four and a half. I just think that, you know, Jordan Love is somebody we don't necessarily know. But we could be doing this podcast next season and thinking to ourselves, man, that was an extremely low number. I can't believe this guy had nine touchdowns and that number was sitting at four and a half. And Chris was a chicken. He was scared to take the five and a half. Right. So I just think that there's a tremendous upside, uh, you know, to to Christian Watson in this spot. Um, You know, so give me that Christian Watson over four and a half for the Green Bay Packers at at minus 125. I'll, I'll drink the juice on this one on DK.
0: All right, my best bet, I'm going to go with Justin Fields, man. I think that number is a little low for him at 800 and and a half uh, for this upcoming season for his rushing yards. Again, last season, like I mentioned, 1,143 rushing yards for the Bears. And I think, you know, when we talk about quarterbacks, that their instincts are to take off if your first or second reads aren't there. Justin Fields fits, fits that mold uh for this uh bears team we saw his ability to scramble all of last season and he had uh games where he had you know 20 30 40 plus yards uh, of rush attempts just in just one scramble and you know when we talk about offenses and and quarterbacks like him he's going to get out of the pocket and try to make a player try to throw the ball down the field if it's not there he's going to take off with his legs and again those little five to seven yard um rushes all add up throughout the season and again this was something that we uh, discussed at volumes on justin fields last season And i think this number is still too low for justin fields so my best bet justin fields over 800 and a half rushing yards for the chicago bears for this upcoming season all right gentlemen that is going to do it we are officially at the halfway point four divisions down four more to go for the uh prop cast for our season-long player props uh chris anything else you want to mention before we get out of here
2: nah man uh, another honor another pleasure doing the show with you guys i enjoyed it I, I thought we would have a little bit of disagreement because this division also feels like one of those ones that could kind of go up kind of go down but it sounds like we're all kind of aligned i know it was a couple quarterbacks that we didn't touch we didn't touch on at all but you yeah. know i thought it was a really good pie hopefully uh you know we, we we gave out some winners and uh you know people can cash them for the for the season long
0: yes sir rod anything else my man
1: uh, no, sir. Just follow me on X at RJV Gomez. Find everything I'm up to over there, uh, NASCAR and, and uh, F1 and Indy and whatever else we got cooking on the network.
0: Yeah, we'll be back next week to start the second half of our division previews. Uh, we'll be back on Monday, so look out for that. Then again, a good reminder, if you haven't already uh, gone back and listened to the first three uh, division previews, go ahead and do that. Uh, we don't go very long. We go about 35 to 45 minutes at max, so you can knock those out while you're working out, driving to work, uh, coming home from work, trying to tune out the kids, whatever you want to do, uh, just uh, d- do us a favor uh, and and go back and listen to those. And if you haven't already left us a rating and review, uh, do that uh, uh, for us for sure. Uh, like I mentioned, we'll be back next week uh, with another division uh, preview. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. You can follow Chris on Twitter at B. Cabin with two Ps and two Ns. Uh, and again, if you haven't already checked out the Patreon page for the Sports SportsCatWing Podcast, do it and do so, SportsCatWingPodcast.com slash Patreon. All right, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.